ho, you hoes. Welcome in to the Good Kraken Podcast. I, episode 176, excuse me, specifically, my friends, I am one of your hosts today, Ernell Pearson, alongside the inevitable one, Devin Stanford. What's happening, baby? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Yes. How's, your, how's your first week, official week of Crackmas going, Devin? Dude, it's going great, actually. You know, got lined up some things, got some things going on, you okay, know, okay, okay. making moves. I'm, I'm getting getting into the, the Jolly Holly spirit, started watching some Christmas movies, you know. Yeah, G stay silent like lasagna. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see where you're going mm-hmm. with your dog. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. I like it, my good sir. Are you what what are you what are you doing in celebration for Crackmas season officially, my friend? Uh I I am making hot cocoa with peppermint schnapps, marshmallows, and whipped cream. Peppermint schnapps, very little Nikki of you. I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Get in the flash. Anyways, flash. Um. <laughs> get in the flash, Gabriel. Yeah, uh, honestly, I'm just enjoying myself. I'm going to go Christmas shopping today with one of my friends. We're going to go pick out some gifts for some people and, you know, have a good time. Probably drink some peppermint mochas or something, you know. I don't know. You know, Christmassy things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, uh, you know, my family is going to be throwing a big holiday party uh, the day before Christmas Eve. So they're, they're recognizing that people want to be with their families this year, which I was like, Mom, that's smart. That's smart. Who would have thought? You know? Who would have thought? I know. Who would have thunk it? Right? right? Who would have thunk so uh, that's going to be really fun, actually. That's going to be a great time. So mm-hmm. I'm l- looking forward to that. And, um, yeah, uh, honestly, uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, just taking it all in this year. No no crazy huge plans, but just just embracing it, you know? Man, I'd be taking it for Christmas as well, my friend. It's all right. I love yeah, it. you are. <laughs> Soft bottom. We all okay. No, <laughs> that's wrong. That's incorrect. Uh, we also have the queen of bitchin' herself, Genesee Gabrielle, GK mom. What's happening, baby? Hi. Hey, how oh, are my, you? How's I'm your career crackmas so season going? My crackmas season is going well. Uh, we're going. We're traveling for Christmas this year, which is really exciting. I often travel home to California, sorry, but we're going for for. For Crackmas. For cra- yes. Okay. Yes. Of for course. Sorry. I, I can. I can get um, the translation there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to the East Coast to be Ooh. with family for Christmas this Washington, year. Washington D.C. Right. We are going to D.C. Yeah, we're going to Virginia. Ooh. We're going to Maryland. We're going to D.C. Um, I'm really excited. I've really only been to New York on the East Coast, so okay. very, very okay. stoked. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. Have you been to like you haven't been to DC yet? Have you been? I have not been to DC yet. You haven't been anywhere else on the East Coast besides just New York? No, I mean, I've been to, I've like flown into Jersey. I've been to Florida, but that's like not the East Coast. It's just like. What like it's what technically is, on the east Florida's coast. Florida's its own it's thing. Not, yeah, Florida's, Florida's, Florida's a hellscape. That just Florida's its own thing. It time. just exists there, dude. So what? What does Washington D.C. food look like? Food? Yeah. So obviously we know no, like no. New York food. Like we got like the New York slice. Pizza, got a New York glizzy. Ice cream. You know? mm, yeah. Mm, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I like really you should know. you should hit up Xander because Xander lives over there. 
You should you That's should hit right. him up. And, well, and, he lives in Massachusetts. Yeah, but like he's a he bit can, north. He he can he can get there in a day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if if I may add on, um, what was it? Was it Rhode Island? Surprisingly, has amazing diner food. Yes, they out do. There. Yes, they do. They have Very amazing so. diner food. Actually, I I need to look up the name of this diner. I have some photos and stuff, but I went to this diner. And I sat down as like it's like some a diner that only fit like tons of famous people go to all the time. And I sat down and they put little plaques at each seat, like who sat here. Mm-hmm. And I just so happened mm-hmm. to sit right where Guy Fieri sat. Oh. So I asked them, I was like, what did he get? And they're like, oh, he got the fried chicken with the waffle fries and a cup of chili. And I was like, you know, I want that. I <laughs> send me the someone who knew Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Was, I'm sorry. <laughs> I used to date someone who knew Guy Fieri. You're one person departed from Guy Fieri. You're one person yeah, departed. His, so his mom awesome. actually tutored Guy Fieri's son. So like they knew knew Guy oh, Fieri. Wow. Like they knew his oh, son's wow. like, like, kid. You used to style. date someone who Small lived world. in Flavortown? That's fucking wild. <laughs> um, he was from... <laughs> I wouldn't call it Flavortown. Flavortown. He was from, what is it, Redding? Flavortown. Not Redding. Not California? Redding. Not Redding. It is California. Um, oh, my God. What the fuck is it? Santa, Santa Rosa. No, I don't know. Santa Rosa? Santa, Car- Carlita, Santa Rosa? Carlita? I think it's Santa Rosa. Okay. Santa, Santa okay. Monica. Santa. <laughs> it's not. There's a Santa lot of Claus. Santa Cruz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I used to live down there too. I think it's Santa Rosa. There's... I think they lived okay. in Santa Rosa. The, I don't know. There's like 12 different cities that start with Santa. Saint Rose, <laughs> Literally, Saint Monica, California is the best. But Saint Tramp, <laughs> Saint Claus, <laughs> Saint Claus, Saint Angels. To answer your question, uh... though, or no? Um, I don't know what kind of food they have in DC. Like, I don't know what they're known for. I actually haven't like put a lot of. I, we haven't done a whole lot of planning. Like, we have a thing booked to go to the White House, and we're gonna go to some museums, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. Williamsburg is really well known for its Christmas stuff. Like, they have a whole like Christmas festival. Like, the the town transforms into a Hallmark movie. So we're just gonna go around and like live in a Christmas Hallmark movie for a few days. I'm okay. really excited. Okay. Um, but I actually do have a few bookstores that I want to go to. Of course you do. DC. Of course you do. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, I don't it's, know what I'll eat, it's but a, I'll see some books. It's a bummer that you haven't got a chance to experience some uh, some good old Washington, D.C. food. But speaking of inexperience, we also have Twitch.tv's <laughs> The Man, The Myth, The Legend, <laughs> DJ <laughs> Simmons! <laughs> <laughs> DJ, uh-uh. how you doing, Doug? That Have was you like had the most? That was like the hottest burn I think I've heard on have this you, on this podcast. Have you so had far. Washington? Good DC thing I was yet. not listening. <laughs> I'm really glad you weren't too. It was oh, kind of mean. Oh, I love it, DJ. How's your Crackmas season going? Uh, it's going good. Um, I'm I'm here. I'm chilling. Uh, you know, after this podcast, I'm gonna go vote and then uh, do some other things. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. Use that constitution. We baby. just Let's did go. that last month. We just yeah, we did, did that last month. Yeah, we did. Jesus yeah, there's Christ. a there's another there's another thing. And we won here in Louisiana. We won barely. Um, 
there's there's another thing in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. So like we had the election in uh, like late October, uh, for like um, like seats in the fucking what you call legislation uh legislator like whatever house of Res- representatives yeah some shit like that and then uh this election is just for i believe either um i think it's for it's either for governor or for um there's it's, also some other like amendments to the constitution it's, or not uh louisiana constitution some shit like that. It's it's the season uh, for governor, so that that would make sense. I and mean, we we just elected uh, Tina Kodak uh, here in Oregon. Yeah. Um, thank God for that. Uh, <laughs> thank fucking God for that. Uh, no but, more Kate Brown. <laughs> yeah, no, Jesus Christ, man, what a mess. <laughs> what a mess, man. I mean, like she like she wasn't crazy bad, but it was definitely like we needed something to fucking change. We needed something to fucking change. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. Well, yeah, here, we here's did. here's the hoping y'all get a nice uh, Creole representative over there uh, down yeah. south. <laughs> I cheers my coffee to you for that. Usually not not a good no, no, not no, a good no. Thing. It's not, it's not, not a, a good, good place uh, when, when there's election season going Usually around. Not a good I know. God damn it, man. Unfortunately. Well, we do have some good news for you guys at home. All sorts of wonderful content here. Because today we're talking Microsoft's Monopoly Money, the Game Awards 2022 rundown, the best shows of the year, and much, much more because this is the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. If you're on this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive content, and soon have early access episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yeah. <laughs> what was that noise but if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment that is totally fine you can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash good show if you have amazon prime though you also have twitch prime and we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home josh and chat shout out you guys and the npc kid during the elden ring <laughs> bill clinton award Goddamn shout out to him. Except not. Fuck that little kid. Uh, but fuck you can also kid. support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by that searching beautiful bell. Good Kraken and leaving a review there. Do you guys see the little plushie Ernell has right now? <laughs> Yeah, so so this is one of me and Marilyn's sons. This is uh, Chris, which is short for Chris Station. Um, He is (laughs) our beautiful boy. Uh, And then we also have Justin. Chris Station. This is our first son, Justin. Uh, (laughs) Wait, what what is that? What Uh, is that? My son. (laughs) But, but. But Ernell, he, he was no. crafted what from. What is that? He was crafted from the bosom of a cardboard box, uh, and we saw uh-huh. Justin's face and said, "Wow, he looks like he needs a loving family." And uh, we were mm-hmm. like, "We'll take him. We'll take him for sure." Um, except no. now I'm, he looks indifferent uh-huh. about it. I'm realizing that his uh, his nose is the um, Spanish word for the color black. 
uh, which I might need to like scratch that out or something like that. Which is, <laughs> Justin, come on, man, <laughs> get it together. Well, in uh, Spanish, <laughs> it is pronounced different. <laughs> it is. It is pronounced different. Thank God for that. Uh, but Justin yeah. is unfortunately an Islander uh, slash white person, so he cannot say that word. Uh, so let's, <laughs> let's be very clear. But yes, Chris is joining me for today. I've been getting used to kind of like holding him in my arm everywhere around the house. So like it was out of habit. I was like, oh, kind of. Kind boy. Kind boy needs some love. So I, I got to make sure he's nice and taken care of here today. Guys, let's talk shop here. Devin, my friend, what do we have first for the folks at home? Guys. We actually have some captain's orders. Oh, we sure. Oh, we do. My friend, thank you. Devin! <laughs> we have some captain's orders, guys. So firstly, it's Crackmas season, baby. Twitch subscribers get to be a part of our Crackmas season by writing in to the Shipwreck Show via our Discord channel. So if you are a Twitch subscriber and you are part of our Discord, we have a little channel in there called the Shipwreck Submission section, where you can go in and you can write in questions to the Shipwreck Show uh, for us to answer live on the show as we are recording for you guys and because it's crackmas season the heart of crackmas season we would love for you guys to go in there and give us all of your juicy christmas questions that you want us to answer okay do you want us to talk about our favorite christmas presents you want to talk about what our christmas with our families look like you want us to talk about the uh nice christmas uh present that i got one year that was literally one sock one sock it wasn't even a pair of socks it was one sock one sock uh one, one, just you know what makes it match your socks, homie? Mom, god just damn it. One, one <laughs> or the, sock. Or the time that I was like 16 years old and I asked for an electric guitar and my mom was like, no, I'm not getting an electric guitar. So when I turned 17 uh, and, and for my birthday, she got me a birthday card that was an electric guitar and she thought that was the funniest fucking thing on the planet to get me a fake electric guitar and not an actual one. <laughs> <laughs> childhood she, trauma she laughed really really hard at that she, she thought she was the funniest that's not the only thing she laughed really hard at oh my gosh you. yeah no no she never laughed at anything i have to fucking say so she, <laughs> anytime, unless she's making fun of you yeah no 100 100 it's okay chris Gray, your, mom's, Gray, your mom's sweet though she is grandma will come around soon it's okay chris <laughs> grandma will come Secondly, though, we're taking a week off at the end of this month for us to go hang out with our families and enjoy our crackman season to the fullest extent. However, we will still be working hard for you because we got some fun stuff that we're going to be announcing at the beginning fun. of the year next year. It's going to be so dope uh and uh we hope you guys are here for it we'll also be here kind of like in our discord and stuff like that we'll be playing video games we'll be watching movies stuff like that but we have a very very fun week leading up to our crackmas break uh the week before christmas we will be doing all sorts of good old crackmas content for you guys we can't wait to announce all that for y'all at home so in the meantime Devin, my friend tell the people what we actually have <laughs> next my friend well, my friends. Okay. All right. In the modern age. Oh, boy. <laughs> we don't wear these anymore, really. Nope, sure don't. Instead, we put on our ski, ski uh, hats. Oh, no. In our, oh, in our dad hats. Uh, a toque if you're uh, <laughs> north of the border. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it's time to go into the helm, my friends, because we got some news for you. <laughs> okay, well, Devin, go ahead and take our first story, good sir. 
guys, this is some crazy news going on. Like literally, like we we all kind of knew this was like maybe gonna happen, but at the same time, it's like it, it seems very hypocritical in a lot of ways. But uh guys, the FTC is suing to block Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition. This is coming from Taylor Lyles and Matt Kim over at IGN. The Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, has announced that it will seek to block Microsoft from acquiring Activision Blizzard. In a press release, the agency says that Xbox would gain, quote, control of top video game franchises and therefore, quote, harm competition in high performance gaming consoles and subscription services by denying or regarding rivals access to its popular content. End quote. Really funny how the other rivals have already been doing that, making private deals for the last decade. Anyway, into it. <laughs> the FTC has pointed to Microsoft's record of acquiring gaming content, quote, to suppress competition from rival consoles, including its acquisition of Zenimax, parent company of Bethesda Software. End quote. The FTC cites games like Starfield and Redfall, which will be Xbox exclusives. As examples of the company withholding games from rival consoles, Microsoft announced plans to acquire Activision Blizzard in January 2022 for almost $69 billion. The move would bring the company's library of franchises like Call of Duty and Warcraft into the Xbox Fold and countless developers into the Xbox First Party Studios family. The planned acquisition has been met with fierce opposition from Sony, Xbox's console competitor, who has encouraged investigation into the planned deal. Microsoft has tried to appease Sony by promising Call of Duty will remain available on PlayStation platforms and recently announced its plans to extend the franchise onto the Nintendo Switch and keep the title on Steam. It's unclear what the lawsuit will mean for the acquisition, though following the announcement, Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith tweeted that the company will, quote, continue to believe that its deal to acquire Activision Blizzard will expand competition and create more opportunities for gamers and game developers, end quote. In a separate tweet, Smith said that the company has been committed since day one to addressing competition concerns. Quote, this sounds alarming, so I want to reinforce my confidence that this deal will close, said Activision CEO Bobby Kotick, fuck that guy, told fuck employees guy. in an internal memo fuck acquired by Axios. Quote, we believe these arguments will win despite a regulatory environment focused on ideology and misconceptions about the tech industry, end quote. Now, if I could, if I may, guys... If I may, real quick. If he mays. If if I may. Billy Mays. <laughs> Billy Mays. If I I'm may. just about to make that. If I Billy if may. I may, guys. <laughs> I think it's really funny that this is coming from a company that has been applauded for having its own first party content and exclusive content. And now that they are and 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 they have literally gone after Microsoft saying that they don't have exclusive content. And now when a company is like, okay, yeah, we're going to have ex exclusive content. We're going to make these deals with these developers and these studios now, just like how you have been do doing with third-party studios or even poaching studios from said Microsoft, right? 
they're they're not harmed anyway. They are still at the top, right? They're still at the top. They're still, you know, making games that get countless awards, right? Sony is. But now, since Xbox is about to have some exclusive games, that especially IPs that weren't even on the console originally, like what has been stated, Starfield and Redfall, these are brand new IPs that have been created for, for that platform, right? Which are also going to be on PC day one, too, which has already been announced. Yes. The hypocrisy is so real here, man. They've especially when Microsoft has already stated that huge IPs like Call of Duty are still going to remain a multi-platform. Uh, here, here's the deal, though, is that this this is light years different than just PlayStation having exclusive IPs. This is light years different. Like they like we're talking Crash Bandicoot, Call of Duty, like Overwatch. Like we're talking mm-hmm. Diablo. Like we're talking like every like almost every single massive like triple A title that we've gotten that has been a con- like a continued franchise for so long that Microsoft would be getting as exclusive titles to the Xbox atmosphere, right? Um not atmosphere. <laughs> the the Xbox console itself and it, it it is an interesting position for the ftc to kind of like come in and say like yo that might be too much because like activision blizzard as a sole entity has been responsible for giving us game after game after game after game after game that mm. we have loved over the past like two decades right and it's like what like what's to say that like like microsoft owning this development company as a big snatch, because we even said, like, this is huge for them. We had that conversation. Yeah. Like, this is fucking massive acquisition that they're making here. Is it almost too massive? And that's kind of the question that the FTC is wanting to ask. Is this too much? DJ, go ahead. Yeah, I was I was thinking about this while uh, Devin was reading it. I mean, you're looking at if, if Activision and Blizzard never came together. This piece of good cracking content. <laughs> Fuck that up, my bad. Continue, DJ. <laughs> um, if 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 Activision and Blizzard never uh never came together, like if 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 this is before that that you know that joining that merger, like if if Microsoft just uh picked up Blizzard or just Activision, this would this would be a different conversation. But the fact that it's Activision Blizzard, which has Destiny Two. Uh, I mean, Destiny Two is already nope, like the, they don't. Uh, no, that's, Bungie don't is now. now that's, that's Bungie. There's yeah, no, Bungie has separated from Activision, and they oh, okay. actually went into a partnership with PlayStation. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, never mind. Then. But either but there's still, other examples, though. Yeah, yeah, like these are huge titles that are still going on today that we we all as gamers love to play. Um, it's it's tough because like I can kind of see where both of it, like both sides here. Like, it might be too much, but then again, like, I feel like, you know, as far as exclusivity, you know, we're, we're seeing less and less of that uh, nowadays in gaming. Um, and, and exclusivity uh, uh, lends to competition. And we need competition within the gaming space or else, like, we get the same shit, right? It, it, just, it just wouldn't work out. I, I guess, um, the, I guess the, the big question here, though, is, like, Obviously, as we were saying earlier, like, yeah, you're you're you guys are 100 percent right. Right. Like the the exclusivity does breed competition. It, it forces companies to have to do what they can to make a better game than the other consoles exclusive. Right. But is this punching down? 
Like, is it is this like so much of a boatload of exclusivity that we're talking here that like it doesn't because the reason the FTC is even doing this is because they're saying that like this might put Microsoft in a position where it's no longer just about competition. It is now about like companies are not going to be able to scrape away any form of competition when it comes to coming out with IPs and stuff. Like we're even looking at a situation here where like the PS5 could come out with another Ghost of Tsushima, another Spider-Man, another, you know, original IP like Wolverine that's going to be an, potentially an exclusive. Um I'm sure it will be. Uh it will. And will those things be enough to have the PlayStation compete against Xbox? Will Nintendo have enough exclusive games to their content, their platform in order for them to be able to compete in a space in which people are buying Xboxes out the wazoo because that's the only place to play Overwatch and Diablo and Call of Duty potentially. And like, and I say potentially because obviously they're trying to like talk about like, you know, bringing that to PlayStation still, but like there's still potential that they won't. And like, there's a lot of conversation around that as far as like, is that going to make the playing field uneven, right? So with that said, Devin, is there any inkling in your mind that like maybe it is too much? Um I don't think so. And now now here here the reason why I don't think that I because they they have announced that yes, this is under the Microsoft umbrella, but they have also announced that, you know, Activision Blizzard, Microsoft and Bethesda are still going to operate as like three different companies that are partnered, right? So I think IPs like Overwatch, IPs like Warcraft, Starcraft, Diablo, Call of Duty, you know, the the major, the big major ones, right? That yeah. That's what we're talking about here. I think those are going to remain multi-platform. I don't okay. think that's going away. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't think that's going away. And I, I think that's going to be one of the things that uh, throughout this court case, I think that's going to be one of the heavy emphasis there that's going to be coming from Microsoft and a promise. And it might even be a court-ordered thing that those IPs will have to stay multi-platform. The, the big yeah. difference that I think that's going to happen is instead of those IPs having, you know, exclusive content tied to one said console, you know, I think that's going to be on Microsoft side now. Now, the biggest get out of this whole deal is actually for the consumer, not really Microsoft themselves, because what's, what they plan on doing is they plan on putting this stuff on Game Pass, right? That's right. the biggest thing. Right. Right. That and and that's and that's probably what they're scared of. Now, M Nintendo's thing is about bringing retro games, right, in into their subscription service. That's what they've been doing, you know, with like retro consoles, you know, the SNES, the N64, we're probably going to see some some GameCube stuff and and we'll probably see some some things circulating from the handhelds like the the Game Boys and DS and stuff like that. Um Sony has been trying to compete with Game Pass and we can definitely say largely that it it just hasn't been yeah. it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. You know, um, so I feel like that's going to be the biggest emphasis is they're going to be talking about the subscription service as a whole and wanting to make sure that those IPs generally stay a multi-platform IP, which with the way that Microsoft has been kind of conducting themselves, I don't think that they would want to take that away from from other people, because realistically, it's a company, right? This company wants to make revenue, right? They're going to make more revenue if these IPs are available on more platforms. And that's going to be the end goal. 
because realistically, they've kind of taken a stance for the last, I'd say, half a decade, especially when Phil Spencer has taken over, you know, that they've been more consumer focused than they have been, you know, more exclusively focused, right? Sure. And I, I think that's where it's going to going to land, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Genesaw, as my fellow uh, business lady here, um, yeah. as I am a proud business lady myself. <laughs> of course. Um, do you, uh, more so as someone who is sort of a third person perspective in like the gaming industry, yeah. because you're not very much a person who's got a foot in the gaming industry yourself. Do mm-hmm. you see any sort of problematic ordeal when it comes to the situation of talking about games having exclusive video game titles and what that means as far as competition in the market where we live in a world where Xbox is directly competing against PlayStation and PlayStation is directly competing against Nintendo and Nintendo, you know, so on and so forth, right? Do you see any sort of problematic situation here? I do think very generally that when we're talking about a company of the size of Microsoft um, acquiring something like... um, blizzard and i i'm a hesitant um and activision blizzard specifically i'm i'm hesitant because i do think just generally speaking that oligopolies are bad okay (laughs) sure sure. um that that already is like a really big case in the gaming industry from my understanding like I, i know that there are like smaller um, producers who do like indie stuff and all of that, but like when we're talking the big game producers and um, uh, not just games but consoles and all all of that stuff that we're talking about an issue with Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard, um, it it's already kind of a s- small like limited playing playing ground. Right. Right. The pool isn't very big to begin with. There are a lot of pretty large fish. Um, And so I do think that ultimately when we're talking about two large companies like that becoming one, um, I'm I'm not really for it. I think that it ultimately, um, yeah, it might be great numbers wise for the big execs. It rarely benefits um consumers in my opinion uh it really does stifle creativity um it then you have like the decisions the decision making that you would have loved happening over at blizzard is now going under microsoft that the decision making is fundamentally going to change where money the money aspect of it like what they're spending money on is going to change not just in terms of activision blizzard but also in terms of microsoft because now they're making those decisions as a unit, right? Um, and yeah, I think from a consumer perspective, that ultimately isn't beneficial. <laughs> Genesis spanking our asses a little bit. Devin, what's up? Uh, if we remember, right before this acquisition started taking place, Blizzard was actually in a very bad downward spiral, not only just with the uh, development process of their games, but also with uh, sexual assault, uh, harassment, um the way that like uh, leadership was conducting yeah. yeah yeah but like it was it was bad it was very mm-hmm. bad like we we had a case of suicide because of it yeah um you know like rest in fucking power like um 
Blizzard and 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 Activision were in a really bad state to the point where even their boards were actually looking to sell the companies. So you you so, mean that the aspect of maybe they do need that structure for Microsoft? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I I think that structure is actually saving those companies. And that doesn't mean anything like those companies can't split off in the future because we know that that is a thing. Microsoft has been known to let companies leave in the past. They have done that. Yeah. You know, when I mean, look at Bungie, they didn't want to be a part of the Microsoft umbrella anymore. So they let them part ways. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, I guess only time will tell, ladies and gentlemen. We will see how mm-hmm. things go with the FTC and their potential lawsuit against Microsoft to stop this acquisition. But. For us, the gamers, we're either the winners or the losers, and I guess we'll find out real yeah. quick which yeah. side we're actually on here. But in the meantime, not the losers. <laughs> speaking of winners, though, we have another story here. DJ, my friend, tell them what's popping. Mike Flanagan might be the only person who can do a Dark Tower series. Woo-hoo! This comes from Austin Goslin from Polygon. Stephen King's seven-book epic fantasy series, The Dark Tower, is slowly turning into one of Hollywood's white whales. There have been more than a few attempts at mounting the story as a series of films, TV shows, but none have gotten very far. And that includes the, the one that actually released a theatrical movie. Whoever, re- Austin, please go back to journalism school. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems a new attempt fronted by a horror auteur and uh, former Netflix ace Mike Flanagan might have the best shot so far at actually working. Mostly because Flanagan has been preparing for this moment for you. I'm so sorry. This is written so bad. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it actually, it actually, it fucks with my brain. Uh, this guy did definitely did not. It's happened, it's happened to me a few times. Get, get it together. Get it together. It's, it's more good. on the editor. Okay, it's okay, more okay, on the editor okay, than okay, it is the writer. Okay, Let's be that's real. That's it. That's it. That's that's all I have to say. All I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> like many previous attempts to get a Dark Tower series off the ground, this one would include a mix of TV and movies. As Flanagan says, his version will be five seasons of TV with two feature films to conclude the story. Flanagan's passion for the series is one thing, but what might be even more impressive is the specificity of his resume and how well it sets him up for the project. Flanagan started his career in film directing movies like Oculus, Hush, and Ouija, Origins of Evil. Before moving to television for a while, making shows like The Haunting of the Hill House and Midnight Mass, Flanagan is also a massive Stephen King fan and has already adapted some of his work into films. With a career this varied, it's like Flanagan was always making his way to the Dark Tower. Whether or not he designed his career that way on purpose, we know for a fact adapting the Dark Tower has always been Flanagan's aim. In the interview with Deadline, where Flanagan announces the project, he calls it his holy grail. And in a previous interview with IGN, he discussed how he would adapt the series, including trying to ground some of the more difficult and meta elements of the novels. While making Stanley Kubrick and Stephen King's stories work together in the director's cut for Dr. Sleep isn't exactly the same as adapting an epic fantasy series, this process of of combining King's work and finding ways for his various characters and universes to fold into each other and match is one of the things that makes Dark Tower great. On top of that, Flanagan's penchant for complex character interactions and excellent dialogue should be perfect for writing the Katet's more intimate moments as the small band of uh, adventurers travel across the worlds. Of course, none of this is to say Flanagan's Dark Tower project will definitely be great 
or even that it will happen at all. But if anyone has a chance to pull through with this complicated amalgamation of movies and TV series and actually make it good, it's probably Mike Flanagan. So um, this probably won't take too long for us to discuss here because it's pretty cut and dry. Uh, I know that all of us here are pretty decent fans to some extent or another when it comes to The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, some of the other prior work that has really blown up uh, for for Flanagan himself here. This comes off the tail of uh, some really interesting news that we've gotten recently where, one, The Midnight Club, Flanagan's most recent work, uh, has been canceled after the first season. Uh, but also, he has uh, made the decision to no longer work with Netflix. He's instead working with Amazon to roll out his uh, his newest content. So this will be an Amazon production rather than a Netflix production. And it's going to be very, very interesting to kind of see how that turns out here. But Genesis, I want to go to you because you're like my secondary big like Flanagan lover here now that you kind of like fall into the steps of like Bly Manor and like where that sort of like led things into. And you're also an avid reader like I am. Do you have any confidence that Flanagan can actually pull off a solid, solid, solid Dark Tower perspective here? So I haven't read the Dark Tower and I think I just might have to. Um, I definitely think that if anyone can, it's Flanagan uh, to echo the sentiments of that article. Um, Especially, I don't know if y'all watched, I I don't know. I just feel like he's showing his range a bit lately. Like obviously the Haunting of Hill House, Fly Manor, those were all very similar, like standalone, um, like one season um bangers yes right yes straight up bangers um well this year he had the show midnight club which was different it was still kind of eerie like uh his previous works that he's done with netflix but it was um it focused on a different age group it focused on teenagers it dealt with like uh, with uh chronic illness um leading to death and it was and it's going to hopefully get another season it is not a standalone project um so while these are i feel like a little bit different than what we're talking about with um, the dark tower i do feel like he's uh kind of experimenting a bit with like what his style is and what that can look like for different stories um to kind of venture off with what he was doing with uh bly manor and hill house Okay, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Now, here's the big question, guys, and the the biggest question here at the table when it comes to this conversation is: Has DJ watched any of Flanagan's work? Have you seen Hill House? <laughs> Hill House. Seen Have you seen Bly Manor? Have you seen Midnight Mass? Okay. Before he answers that, I need you to know, DJ. I know I that you're a scaredy cat. I know that you're a scaredy cat. Okay, here we go. Here we yeah. fucking go. I am also a scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. However, there is, that is absolutely not a hindrance to watch Bly Manor. You have to watch mm. Bly Manor. Like, yeah, you'll get a little spooked. You'll get a little spooked. A little you, spooked. But because he. You'll mostly feel emotional and you'll be happy about it. Well, he, here's the same with Hill House, too. Yeah, same with Hill House. Because here's the deal they both start I've out. I've seen none of this. Spoopy. They, look at oh my God, MDB dude. Page. Oh my I've fucking seen God. None of it. They, bo- they you, both start out spoopy. They start out with a sort of like, oh yeah. God, like paranormal sort of experience Very. there. But it hits an episode for each one of these shows. It mm-hmm. hits an episode where it flips what that paranormal Just. experience actually means. 
And it's no longer about that anymore. Emotional as and fuck. It, and, and you, like, me and Genesaw and Devin have all cried to these yeah. shows. Like, these are yeah. fucking really? tearjerker, heartbreaking yeah. television experiences. If you have not watched Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor, you need to. Devin, go. Yeah, you got to watch them back to back, too. You got to watch Hill House first, and then you have to watch Bly Manor. Um, I personally, these are emotional experience. Yeah, <laughs> I personally would say just watch Bly Manor. <laughs> okay, don't I listen also to Genesis. do want to put emphasis. <laughs> the writing in Midnight Mass is incredible. Like that, that's that, a little bit more of a horror experience. Yes, like that one yeah. is like spoopy to the brim. I haven't watched uh, that yet because that, that's that's it about is incredible. That's about some wild shit uh, when it comes to like yeah, it is stuff. it is religious zealot stuff. It is some spooky stuff, and it yeah. is a different take compared to Hill House and Bly Manor. Yeah. And when I when I saw that, it was like, oh, these guys can do anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, pretty sure. much yeah. for sure. Now, yeah. Mid- Midnight Club unfortunately does not hit the same way that mm-hmm. the other shows oh, do. Um, no, it, it is a little I bit more of a, of a teen drama than it is like one of these other mm-hmm. experiences, which comes to no surprise that the second season got canceled because of such. Right. Uh, but you know, we will see that. Oh, Genesaw for us for a second. Oh, hi. Hi. You're back. You're back. Hello, Genesaw. Um, but yes, I guess, I guess we, we will see where things go as far as this and contrast to dark tower and that like, big old flop that the last movie had. Uh, Cause I mean, Idris Elba was good, but he's not good enough to carry a whole ass movie. Uh, so I guess we will see where things go from there. But in the meantime, we also have another good amount of good fucking wonderful news here, including everything that got announced at the game awards the other night, 2022. We roll this over to Adam Bankhurst over at IGN who gives us a complete complete contrast of everything that got announced over at the game awards the other night and i'm gonna beat for beat go by these if you guys want me to stop to talk about something really really quickly put your input in just let me know okay go ahead (laughs) we are starting at the bottom of the page guys because it's gonna go in chronological order of the announcements here Firstly, we got a gameplay trailer look of Horizon Call of the Mountain. That is a PSVR 2 Horizon uh, uh, announcement that we got there back on E3. Um, And we got a closer look at what that's going to look like. And then we got a look at the new game mode for Among Us called Hide and Seek, uh, in which one player gets to play as the villain uh, and chases around everybody and tries to find them while they're hiding away. We got a closer look at Destiny 2's new expansion, Lightfall, that's coming out in February that I know that means Xander pre-ordered and we're fucking excited for that. Shit, well, I'm, 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 I'm close. I'm close there. I'm close. I'm close there. Yeah, yeah. Get that I'm, quick I'm, silver. Really Look, it's right around my birthday. So, you know, I'm just waiting to see if anybody Boys. wants to be really nice. Boys, get, <laughs> get that Quicksilver. You better pre-order because that gun fucking slaps. But next, we also got to look at the upcoming survival MMORPG for Dune Awakening. Awakening. Oh, my Yo, God. That is Dune. so good. I still oh. have not watched Dune. Fucking yeah, you, you need to go watch it. No. See, watch it. this is why this is why you're laughing. This is why you're laughing. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> you have to watch Dune. Yes, you did that. Hey, Derek uh, said the same thing. Genesis knows the DJ effect is setting in. Yes, yes, yes. I'm really impressed, DJ. This is bad situation. It's a curse. It's definitely a curse. I just can't. I don't know. Next, next week. 
Next week, anxious, anxious wants to see Chris. He wants, she wants to see Chris Station. There you go, anxious. There you go. I love you. Next week, we have a look at Fire Emblem Engage, the D- DLC trailer. Uh, we got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the raids announcement, which I need to fucking get on top of them because we're playing the raids ASAP. Goddamn. Goddamn. Uh, and then next, we got to look at Wild Hearts very, very quickly. Uh, that is a game that I know is highly anticipated here in GK. Uh, we are going to be playing the shit it's out of stoked. that. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for that game. Chinese Monster Hunter. We got a very quick glimpse of a game called Colossal Cave, where you play as a bunch of cavemen. Uh, we got a look at the new. I see that. I know, it was very, very quick. Very, very fast. Uh, I do remember it briefly. Uh, But then we got to look at Valiant Hearts coming to mobile devices soon. Uh, And that is going to be very fun because Valiant Hearts is a very good story, narrative-driven game that you should play. Um, And then we got a uh, look at the Dead Cells Castlevania DLC crossover uh, where we will be getting Mm. the characters from Netflix's Castlevania show. Uh, The same character art and everything. And goddamn, that's going to be fucking good. But also, speaking of vampires, Vampire Survivor is now available on mobile you can go play that uh that is a very 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 highly regarded game that people have been playing the shit out of the past month or so uh go play that but then me and Devin got a moment to cry because we got a trailer of replaced the new indie game uh that is going to be a side scrolling uh uh, like 32 bit character art on top of 3D art that is looking stunning. Yeah, perspective oh, shifts. My yeah, dude, it looks it looks God, so this game looks so fucking good. I can't good. wait for that game. Oh my god. Anyways, nextly we got a look at a surreal platformer called After Us that looks very, very similar to like Journey. Um, and I'm really excited to play this game. That one's gonna be really, really fun. You play like a pixie, like you know, naked, blonde, naked, naked, blonde, hair, blonde, blue-eyed, pixie, like, fairy white thing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it was cute. It looked cute. It looked really, really cute. Uh, but then we got to okay. look at a uh, uh, the announcement for Blue Protocol, Blue Protocol finally coming to North America, courtesy of Amazon Games. Uh, that is a Bandai Namco announcement uh, that will be publishing Blue Protocol uh, when it's released outside of Japan uh, out in 2023. Uh, Blue Protocol is an anime-inspired MMORPG that is described as an anime come to life that features five classes, Blade Warden, Twin Striker, Keen Strider, Spell weaver and foe breaker and those are the hardest fucking names for classes i think Dude, i've ever I seen wait. <laughs> i like i already know that the gk camp is going to go oh god damn god yeah, damn dude, are we bought i'm living out my anime fantasy let's you'll never go. mess with my friends <laughs> uh, i have the power Yo, of god and anime on my though, side this next announcement though god damn this next one gearbox announces remnant 2 for 2023 and oh boy does it fucking look beautiful gearbox publishing so and developer hard. gunfire games have announced a brand new looter shooter in remnant 2 this new game will be released on ps5 xbox series x and pc in 2023 and will once again be a three person three person cooperative shooter with deadly worlds unique loot and ghastly beasts and whole fuck did it look good um, dude our wallets are hurting already and God, we're not even halfway through holy the list. shit man i know seriously dude. and then we got to look at a single player magic first person shooter called immortals of avium being revealed here. Ascendant Studios yeah, announced Immortals of Avium, a single-player magic shooter that takes place in an original world. This title is also an EA original and comes from a group of devs that previously worked on Dead Space, Halo, and Bioshock. That's a that's a 
big heavy hitters. And that's when like like Remnant 2 was sort of kicking off and we were like, holy shit, video games look good next year. And then yeah. they had showed this shit and we were like, holy fuck, video games look good next year, dude. But then we I got don't... this next one to confirm it. Banishers Ghosts of New Eden was announced focus entertainment and don't nod uh the creators of uh life is strange have unveiled a new action rpg called banishers ghosts of new eden starring a pair of ghost hunters banishers takes place in 1695 in the haunted wilds of north america and follows these two characters who are romantically involved as they work to stop the threat of lingering ghosts and specters to protect the living She's going back to their roots, man, with action, uh, action RPG. Yeah, uh, action dude. And order. Jesus Christ, that game like had me fucking sold, dude. My wallet, like you said, DJ, crazy. my wallet's fucking hurting, dog. But then we dude, got it's already empty. The probably the best announcement of the. <laughs> I did not expect just this. No kidding, one this but shit. they definitely put us through a plot twist. Transformers Reactivate is an online action game developed by Splash Damage. <gasps> That's us. No, I'm just kidding. Splash Damage revealed that <laughs> yeah. it is working on Transformers Reactivate, an online action game coming to PC and consoles. Reactivate will tell a new Transformers story and will let players, quote, fully immerse themselves in the universe like never before. And it's, it's a multiplayer game. It, it it's a, <laughs> I believe you get to just play as some of the Transformers and like duke it out with each other. I'm not sure. And but that's what it sounded like in the other None. Of the game. Of this trailer looked like a Transformers game until the last five seconds. Splash <laughs> damage. God damn it, It is man. a splash damage game. But we also got the announcement that a Forspoken demo is now available on PlayStation Network. And I'm hearing it is buggy as shit. <laughs> so maybe mm. hang tight on that one. Uh, I guess there's a lot of controller lag. Like controller input lag. I like the way you hit the stick mm. and it takes like two seconds for the camera to actually turn. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. Um, oh, but... That's- that's bad. We did get a look at Baldur's Gate 3 getting an official release window uh, after spending more than two years in early access. Baldur's Gate 3 has received a release window of August 2023. That's going to be so much fun. But then we got uh, the uh, no, that'll that'll be that'll be at the end there. That'll be at the end. Um, after yeah. a heated battle, Genshin Impact wins players voice at the 2022 Game Awards. Uh, that was a big thing between Genshin Impact and uh, fans of Sonic Frontiers just collectively. Collapsing yeah. God of War Rob, Ragnarok and uh, It was a trending hashtag for Sonic Frontiers fans. It was fucking uh, nuts, dude. Fucking nuts. It, it was crazy. <laughs> but was also, crazy. Returnal is coming to PC, baby. Let's go. The PlayStation exclusive title Returnal will arrive on PC in early 2023, and it will join a ton of other PlayStation games that we have already made the jump to a new platform. Ghost of Tsushima. Damn, son, I know disappointing man not even i know i need that ghost of tsushima i I just want ghost of tsushima on pc like, I want that. Play that goddamn game, Need man. I don't, you gotta finish Need that up. The Last of Us Part One gets a PC release date, also set for March. The Last of Us Part One will no longer be a PlayStation exclusive title on March third, twenty twenty three, as it will finally arrive on PC. The port was supposed to arrive shortly after the PS five launch in September, but the studio looks to be taking a bit more time to get it right, and I think that's more than likely because the show is going to be coming out around there, and we will see how that goes from there. But then we got a look at the wonderful. Souls-like game, The Lords of the Fallen. First gameplay revealed for Souls-like reboot. The first gameplay for The Lords of the 
Fallen has been revealed, and it shows a Souls-like that looks to be another challenging RPG set in a dark fantasy world. This new game is a reboot of sorts from 2016's Lords of the Fallen and takes place a thousand years after the original in a world five times larger than its predecessor. That sounds epic, man. Holy epic. shit, this game looked fucking oh, rad, dude. Next I was so here from this. But then we got a game with every cameo in the world that you never thought would ever happen. Crime Boss Rock A City announced with cast. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, we'll get there. Publisher 505 Games will, has unveiled Crime Boss Rock A City, and it features a star-studded cast that includes Michael Madsen, Chuck Norris, Danny Glover, Kim Bassinger, Danny Trejo, and Vanilla Ice, including Dude, many, I many I cannot others. wait. Holy shit. I cannot shit. wait this for game. this game, honestly. Fucking this bonkers. is going to be so sick. Vanilla Ice. This is, gonna... this is, this is ice, like... Dude. Dude. This this game is like if you took Cyberpunk and Grand Theft Auto Vice City and smashed it together. Yeah, 100%. 100%. The game looks to be a stealth action FPS that takes play that tasks players, excuse me, with becoming leaders of a criminal underworld in a fictional version of 1990s Florida. <laughs> that's going to be so good. That's, that's so going to be so, so good. Creepy. And then but we got a look one. At the brand new Hellboy getting a stylish video game adaptation. A new video game based on Mike Mignola's Hellboy comics with the subtle subtitle, excuse me, of Web Word was officially announced at the Game Awards and it will only be available, actually not only, it will be available on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One, Switch, and PC. The game is set to be a roguelite action adventure with an original story. Uh, but then we got a look at a uh, crazy wild little thing here uh, that we were very confused by. Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon announced. Despite Bayonetta 3 having been released in October, a new spinoff uh, set in the franchise's universe will arrive on Switch on March 17th, 2023. Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon will let players control both a young version of Bayonetta's 3s, Cereza and Cheshire. I was very weirded nice. out by that game. But then we got Same. a follow-up. Finally, holy shit. Celeste Creator's next game, Earthblade, got a first-look trailer. Celeste developer Extremely OK Games has shared a first-look trailer at its upcoming game, Earthblade, and has confirmed it will be released in 2024. The game was previously described as a 2D exploration game. Uh, it features a gorgeous art style that simply sings in motion. It looks good. It looks fantastic. very, very good. Yeah, God it does. Fantastic. Uh, but then your guys' big hype moment here. Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2 gameplay Space got revealed. Marines, baby. Oh, boy. We retreated to the first gameplay footage of Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2, which is set to be released on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC in 2023. Warhammer lore is so interesting. Oh, dude. Trust it. me. I've been, I've been following shit since I was like eight years old. That shit is sprawling. It's fucking Nuts, yeah. man. The trailer showcases the defenders of mankind fighting against the rising darkness that includes skeletons, demons, and other monsters. Um, and then following up with that, we got a really weird look at Crash Team Rumble in a new 4v4 multiplayer game coming. Flash damage. In 2023, Crash Team Rumble is a brand new 4v4 multiplayer game that will be released in 2023 and will task players with leading their squad to victory as they, quote, slide, smash, bump, and bash as a team to be the first 
disperse like fur uh, to bank the most wumpa fruit in their drop off zone while simultaneously defending the opponent team's drop zone. Uh, that looks so much fun. We're gonna definitely be playing that for splash damage. Uh, okay. And then we got but yes, Genesaw. Bump and bash. I just you bump can't. and I know, Chelsea. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, you're just doing it. It's Crash Bandicoot porn. Uh, and then we got a look at a very interesting decision here. Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC announced exclusively for PS5 and arrives in April. Uh, this new adventure will take Aloy to Los Angeles, complete with the Hollywood sign on display. Uh, Burning Shores will be released on April 19th, 2023 specifically, and will be exclusive to PS5 players. So I guess in the interviews, they talked about like in order for them to make this DLC look as good as they can, they could only put it on PS5. So we will see how things go from there. Tekken 8 Game Awards trailer confirms yep. the return yep. of a major character, baby. A new trailer for Tekken 8 has been released that has confirmed that Jin Kazama's mother, June Kazama, will be returning as a playable character after seemingly dying in Tekken 2. That's what it was, DJ. That's what it was. We also get a well, good look. Yeah, it hasn't been. She hasn't been in a mainline Tekken game. Yes, I mean, since like Tekken three. I know. I know. Right. Tag. Tag. Tekken Tag. I think like Tekken Tag is like out uh, outside canon. I believe. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, we also get a good look at how combat will feel in the new iterations of King, Paul, Lars, Marshall. Dude, Marshall looks and sick. You see Marshall? Agent. Oh my god. Dog. Jack you see? Oh my god. Hella Jack. Dog. Holy shit. You see his veins Rip. and shit, bro. Like that shit was wild. Um and. And then we got a first uh, look at a clip from the Super Mario Brothers movie uh, revealing Mario's introduction to pipe travel. Um, and he gives a great look at the upcoming film and is packed with homages to the game that inspired the project. Uh, Toad takes Mario through Mushroom Kingdom and we see our favorite plumber introduced to warp travel. Uh, and then we got a super dope trailer for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League uh, that will be confirmed having Kevin Conroy voicing Batman for the very, very last time. Rest Along, in power. Rest, in, peace, rest in fucking peace, baby. Alongside revealing that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League will be released on May 26, 2023. The Game Awards took a moment to pay tribute to the late Kevin Conroy, who has been confirmed to voice Batman one last time in the upcoming Rocksteady title. If there was any way for us to buy that goddamn game, that was fucking it, man. Because I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it, baby. Uh, and then me and DJ got a chance to fucking go off because Street Fighter VI will fight its way to June 2nd, 2023 release date. The much-anticipated Street Fighter VI will fight its way there. The news came alongside a new trailer that featured DJ, Manone, me, Marissa, JP, and much, much more. Uh, and then, holy shit. Yep. Everyone creaming their pants for this one. Ladies, gents, ladies, and fence. Baby, we are here. Diablo 4 arrives in yes. June 2023. Blizzard has officially announced that Diablo 4 will be released on June 6th of 2023, and a public beta will be take place sometime before then. Oh this news arrives following our chance to get a hands-on preview of the newest entry in the Legendary season series. Excuse me. Lilith is fucking here. God damn, baby. Lilith is here. Lilith Dude, is that, fucking that here. announcement was so hype that like trailer with, yeah oh and with halsey God, bringing it in too yeah halsey like, dude giving yeah. us a live show G genesaw That's that face genesaw <laughs> that face it listen okay our first our first guest for the show was al pacino 
They had Halsey. Mm-hmm. They nice. had they had Hozier do a musical performance. We had we had we had Pedro Pascal was, come in. Was, fucking yeah, uh, yeah, yep, dude. It was crazy. It was uh, insane. <laughs> this is it was way better than the fucking Oscars. Fuck the Oscars, right, guys? Fuck yeah, the Oscars. Daniel, 100%, Daniel, 100%, Daniel, 100%, Daniel, 100%, Daniel, Daniel Ryan baby. Johnson made a video appearance too. Yeah, yep. Daniel Craig made a video. Yeah, Daniel Ryan Craig. Johnson, yeah. We got we got uh, Ke- Keegan Michael Key came on. Uh, we got Animal from the Muppets. He came on. He was yeah, there. Animal from the Muppets was there. <laughs> Animal it was, was, was there. massive. It, it was, was an event. Fucking, listen, we're gonna it be talking about it on Tuesday, sure. baby. I'm sure, but like we'll That's we'll fucking crazy. get there. But it was wild, genocide. You gotta watch it with us next year. Uh, new Star Wars Jedi Survivor trailer confirms a March release date. Oh my God, was this fucking sick? Alongside this is the. My comp- Information that Star Wars Jedi Survivor will be released on March 17th. The Game Awards gave us a brand new gameplay trailer that shows more of Cal Kestis's next adventure. This new story picks up five years after the original, and Kestis has become a stronger, more powerful Jedi Knight. Unfortunately, the Empire has gotten stronger as well. God damn, this looked good. That fucking presentation giving us the dude in the tank in the middle of the stage. Okay, 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 guys. I think that is Starkiller. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. But like, it's hard, it's hard to say. They didn't I think, show us I think, I think, well, I saw the eyes, though, and the face, and I think that's Starkiller. Man. Those bright, glowing blue eyes. We'll, we'll see, bro. If they do it, if they do it, that's ballsy. That's a ballsy If move. they do it, dude. Oh, my God. I wonder how they're going to incorporate that, because, like, that's, like, expanded universe type. It's, it's all canon. Yeah. It's all, like, if, if they do that, they'll make him canon in some way. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm technically he is canon because his armor is an Andor, but we'll get there one day. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had a look at Idris Elba joining Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, and the new gameplay trailer was revealed. Uh, Elba will be playing a U.S. veteran named Solomon Reed. <laughs> the most Idris most Elba Idris- character I'm sure he's been name. named Solomon in other things well, that I, he's I'm been in. I'm pretty sure he was Solomon in... Uh, 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 Dwayne Johnson, Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his yeah. name was Solomon in that, but I'm sure we'll we'll go back and check it. And is apparently the <laughs> only person players can trust to help them fulfill an impossible mission of espionage and survival. I'm really excited for the CLC. Dude, the all. atmosphere for that trailer was sick. I, I love the the, the sick espionage like. Perfect. Perfect. God damn, we're gonna be there for it. But we're and, also and, gonna and be. Just Elba was there to the. He added a video thing there too. Yes. Yep. Yep. Did. That's right. He also was there for that too. God damn, man. Game Awards 2022, baby. But we also got the announcement of V titular death stranding 2 getting officially announced from hideo kojima he stopped by the game awards to help reveal that death stranding 2 is officially on the way we got an extended look at the sequel to the 2019 original we got a glimpse of fragile in older sam bridges and much much more but he also talked about how he had to rewrite death stranding 2 after the covid19 pandemic because he didn't want to quote unquote predict the future any longer <laughs> because he <laughs> predicted the fuck out of oh. it in death stranding <laughs> yeah hey he fucking did Devin, i just want to say preemptively i know you said that it seemed like warhammer was my most hype that was definitely garrick's this next one is my most hype oh oh i'm sure i'm sure I, yeah yeah, yeah. because we got a look one. at ken levine's next game the original creator of bioshock judas 
gets finally released. Holy shit. Details are scarce, but it looks to be a narrative-driven single-player first-person shooter that definitely gives off some Bioshock in space vibes. Quote, a disintegrating starship, a desperate escape plan, the official press release shares. You are the mysterious and troubled Judas. Your only hope for survival is to make or break alliances with your worst enemies. Will you work together to fix what you broke, or will you leave it to burn? End quote. And goddamn the world cried because everyone has been losing their minds about fucking Judas, dude. This game looks dude, good. It looks, so it looks sick. good, doggy it dog. Take good. my $70. It good. But including other games, we'll be taking our money here. Hades 2 gets announced with the gameplay trailer. Hades 2 was officially announced at the Game Awards. It will send players back to the world of the original that we awarded our game of the year in 2020. Developer Supergiant Games is set to welcome players to try Hades these two via early access in 2023 and then boys the big pop-off the sickest trailer for video games i think we've ever fucking gotten in the history of video games ever and my moment to fucking shit my pants from software reveals that they can make any game and people will buy it armored core six Fires of Rubicon. Elden Ring developer from software has officially announced Armored Core 6, alongside revealing a new trailer that shows giant robots fighting each other. We don't know much about the game yet, but it was confirmed that this new title will be released in 2023. Dude, that's such a sick name, too. Yeah. I can't wait for this game either. Rubicon? This is a nostalgia. And that that trailer... God, it was a 10 years... 10 years, brother. I'm actually watching game, it years. right now. I'm watching it right now. Like you're like, you're telling me that I can min max robots again. Are you fucking kidding me? Hell yes. Take my 10 money. years, God 10 years, damn, baby. Let me mul- imagine the multiplayer in that game too. Oh my God. Oh. I don't want to dog. It makes my people. Don't say it. I can't, I can't do, I can't think about that too much. <laughs> right? Like, you know, that moment when you step yeah. out of the shower and it's too cold, your balls kind of shrivel up a little bit. That's what I got. watching that trailer. Okay. That's what I got. watching that trailer. And it will happen every time I think about it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my neck, man. Final Genesis Fantasy. Like, I don't know that moment. Final <laughs> Fantasy 16's newest trailer reveals a June 2023 release date. Square Enix has revealed that Final Fantasy 16 will be released on June 22nd, 2023. Alongside the release date, fans are treated to another gorgeous look at the game, including its summon battle system and the latest iteration of Ifrit. Um, God damn, was this a trailer? <laughs> I was yeah, that, that already was a sick trailer, man. For that fucking Holy game. Fuck. But then DJ, Final Fantasy. Go you got to play Final Fantasy 15. You got to play it. Yes. Which one? When was that? 15. No, but like, which one is that? Like, what? what oh, it starts off as a road trip. It starts off not, as a road trip. Not, okay. Noctis right, and his yeah, friends okay. in a car. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. See, see, that's what you have to say. But more yeah. importantly, yeah, yeah. we found out that the real winner of the Game Awards was actually the Orthodox Jew father bill clinton uh when the young well, man reformed orthodox <laughs> rabbi reformed uh, orthodox rabbi oh bill genesis all right genesis so so, she, no so, okay so, so hold, hold on hold on hold on, hold on. okay okay hold on hold on hold on hold on first we need to make okay. sure that we we ran this here because this is gonna be fucking goofy as shit but be warned this is some info wars like conspiracy theory shit that this kid pulled i here. love okay. conspiracy so, theory okay and, and, <laughs> not okay, this okay. one this is the like, genesee genesee this is this is the gamer equivalent of the will smith slap okay like this is this is the how significant this is so okay. as elden rings developers are going on stage to accept their award there's this kid that 
walks up with them and he's standing behind them and he's waiting the entire time for the Elden Ring developers to finish their speech. Like he walked up as if he won the award. Like he was nonchalant. No No one said anything. Everyone's just like, oh, he's just there. Maybe he's part of the production team. Who knows? And after the speech is done, he gets on the mic and he says to the rest of the crowd, I'd like to thank everyone. Uh, but I like to nominate this award for my new reformed uh, Orthodox rabbi, Bill Clinton. Thank you so much. And then, and then you just, and everyone, people start clapping, like confused. Everyone was confused. Everyone was shocked. And then, and then the camera is zoomed out, and you can see people like trying to, like dudes in suits, come on the stage and like try to get this guy out. And he got arrested. Uh, it's a 15 year old kid. He got arrested. Um, well, he, got, I guess he got uh, detained. Night. I guess he got released. Like, he got released. Yeah, he got released. I mean, arrested is just like you know. Yeah, no, he's not like he's sure, not charged when he's sure. trying. He's yeah, he he he, um, he he did the thing. Uh, but apparently, yeah, apparently, this this is some weird like Republican Infowars bullshit that like they would yeah, talk he about was on he was on Infowars when he was twelve. Now he's fifteen and he's been doing like this. He did this at another event, a gaming event, I believe, uh, a few months prior. Yeah, fuck well, up, this year, loser ass. Under kid. what was he arrested? Just, like, because he was just he he he. Well, I. I guess that's the point. Like he did, he didn't get charged with anything. That's why I say he didn't get arrested. He got detained. And so like, they, they took him out because he, he basically like jumped on stage when he wasn't supposed to, like he wasn't invited to be there. Like that was, yeah, he wasn't supposed to be there at all. Yeah. Like he he was literally uh, somewhere else in the crowd and he just walked up with the team. Like, like he was there, like with them. Yeah. Oh, and so it's, oh, so it's a random kid. It's a random, a random kid. Yeah, kid nothing to do team. with. No, from he had nothing to do with like, it at yeah, all. Yeah, uh, we don't even know how I he got to the that. event. Yeah, but I'm sure. Again, we'll be talking about it more on Tuesday. His mom dropped some... him off. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll be we'll be talking about it for the Tuesday. His mom had an invite. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime, though, please have a word from our sponsors. This piece of good Kraken content is brought to you by Glide Mousepads. The world is changing and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back into the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you. Glide Mousepads is the future industry leader in mousepads offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. Now, if you're like me and you spend a lot of time in your command center, whether it's streaming, editing, or designing, you need a quality mousepad that can keep up with that constant grind. You can go to GlideMousepads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for us content creators, and any of us here at GK can attest that sometimes you're just too damn tired to even think about how not to be tired any longer. Lucky for us, though, Rogue has figured out how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers streamers and content creators around the globe check it we have been drinking the ever-living crap 
out of this stuff. If I'll be completely honest with you, me, Devin, Garrick, Xander, Raven, Genesee, all of us here at GK absolutely adore this drink. Uh, it helps us in the mornings, helps us in the evenings. Uh, you guys know how it is. We've been going on about this forever, and it is no exception now. It's still taking care of us to this day. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKRAKEN for 10% off your purchase of any shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you'd like. Now, back to the show. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I love it, guys. Welcome back. We're here. We're doing the thing, and we are doing it with all of you. DJ, tell them what we have next for the folks at home. Well, Ernell, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing. Or actually. No, no, we're skipping that. We're skipping no, Amazon deck. Actually, no. No, we're not. Well, you, okay, 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 okay. First of all, you need to remove that one. <laughs> you put okay. the, put the, right, we don't right, have that. that. You put that at the top or something. Okay, I anyway, got Anyway, because I'm like scrolling. Anyway. Yeah, you, yeah, it's not my fault. I didn't read. It's your fault. Yeah, for Mr. Editor. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, Mr. Ernell. <laughs> Y'all well, are coming at me pretty high. Because we're going into the gallows, baby. <laughs> the gallows. <laughs> What's cracking, everybody? For the gallows today, we are talking our best shows of 2023. Uh, the three shows Mother. each of us feel that you guys need to watch uh, before the end of 2022 comes to uh, to, a, to its wonderful close here. Oh, excuse me. I'm burping on stream again. You guys have a lot of content that you need to watch, but we're going to give you guys the ones that you definitely need to prioritize here. So what we're going to do, we're going to go around the group for each round, giving our top three, starting with our third place, working our way to our number one show that we feel everyone needs to watch going into 2023. Devin, let's start with you, my friend. What is your number three of your top three best shows of 2022? Well, I already know I'm going to probably be stealing this from a couple of you or at least one of you, but mm, um, mm, mm. I'm going to start with Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, Edge Runners. oh shit. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. I like it. Devin, number three why, is a travesty. Why is that making number three for you in your top three? It is the best animated show that I did watch in all of 2022. Hands down. Best animated show. Okay. I loved Arcane. But uh, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, Edge Runners just resonated more with me, and it was emotional. It was action packed. It was visually stunning. Um, they incorporated a lot of aspects of the video game itself into it, such as like the HUD, the UI, um, the 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 abilities people had, characters. Like it, it was just a great adaption from video game to mm -hmm. screen. I love it. I love it. Jenna saw what is your number three of your top three shows of 2022? My number three show of 2022 was Heartstopper. Oh, wow. A That's a big turn. Okay. Yeah, it is a Netflix and it's just so different from my other two. Um, it's a Netflix original. Um, it was adapted from a graphic novel of the same name and um, it's fucking adorable it's <laughs> like these little British boys just like falling in love. And well, really, it's like it's a bunch of friends, but it centers around Charlie and Nick as they like 
um, Nick kind of discovers his sexuality and Charlie like realizes what it can be like to actually like have someone like you. It's just really fucking cute and sweet and amazing. And I've watched it like 10 times. <laughs> yeah, you did. I remember when you first talked to us about that, you were, you were pretty hyped yeah. up about it. So yeah. also like the theme for my favorite shows this year was definitely kind of artsy and Heartstopper like felt like a graphic novel watching it. Like the soundtrack, the lighting, like so much went into making the show just like pop. So sure. Really I like it. I like it. Uh, DJ. Uh, D- okay, stop. <laughs> DJ, your number three of your top three of 2022 shows. What's uh, up? I'm going to scroll through it here. Uh, she Hulk, Attorney at Law. That is. Oh my God. Genesee is mad. Genesee is so bad. Get fucked, Genesee. You can't just fucking say that. Get fucked, Genesee. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. If you're looking at this year, it's my favorite. Genesee is so bad. Genesee quit. She's giving up. She's out. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Genesee walk away from the computer before. It's my favorite. It's in my top three. I'm sorry. Well, DJ. Devin took my Devin took my other one. Devin took Cyberpunk. Devin, Devin well, I mean, like, if you I if you move it up the list, if you see, so here's the thing: if you, if someone else has yours, you can say like, "Oh, that's my number three as well," and you can both kind of get some space to talk about why that makes your spot. Uh, if it's not okay. the same well, spot, we usually we around, we so. usually like just take you know you know whatever. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, no, no. Well, I, that would like, have been my number three. You embarrass yourself, DJ, by saying she <laughs> was good. I'm dying on this hill. She Hulk was good. I had fun. That's all yeah, that it's good. matters, okay? Well, so, right. so here, let's let's Me do this. So baby brain. You, usually we little do the like brain. taking thing if it's if we're doing a top 10 list for GK as a whole, right? Is okay. is uh, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners your actual number three? Yeah, uh, uh, she calls number four though. Okay, honorable mention. Sure, sure, that's fine. Uh, so <laughs> okay, so, D- so, so DJ, let's let's capitalize on this, right? So let's let's make this clear for everybody uh, now. So yeah. if you if someone else has one that's also in your top, uh, you can just state okay. like, oh, this is in my top, and when we come around to it, you'll get your chance to talk about it as well. So DJ, okay, yeah, why yeah. does Cyberpunk Edge Runners uh, make your number three? Uh, everything that Devin said, it it it's just. I love shows with like style, with with like with a little bit like I know what I'm getting into. It's like has its own little flair. Like that's why I love Bullet Train so much. There's so much like personality. Mm, yeah, that's, a movie. Movie. that's a good movie. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. And and so like you know I love a sh- when a, sh- a show has personality and it really flaunts it. And Cyberpunk is that show. It's like uh, coupled in with the soundtrack, uh, the story. Like it, for the ten episodes, it's ten right? Ten episodes. Literally, yeah. I've never been so invested in a group of characters. I've never cried so hard in such a short amount of time uh, after learning about these characters. So, so that means the writing is top tier, and and, and uh, or not top tier, but it, it's good. It's really good. Um, and just the animation, just everything about it. I was, I liked the show so much. I wanted to play Cyberpunk again, and I thought, you know, maybe I was, you know, done with the game since I played it three times already. Um, but I would like I would, I would be like you know what 
four four times doesn't sound too bad. Four times the charm, <laughs> baby. Do it four again. Times charm. Let's Make go. the same choices and as I did in the first three. <laughs> I love it, baby. I love it. So my my number three uh, is She Hulk Attorney Ellen. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> she had a solid smash her head through her back door. If I actually picked that, as my actually drive me to your house. <laughs> I know, I know, and I don't live that far from you, so like you, you'd be here so fast. We, we, this is a prank on Genesee. We're all number ones are She Hulk. <laughs> Could you imagine Genesaw disappears and then like 10 minutes later she's in my room? Like, did you say she I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Miss Marvel. Marvel came out this fucking year. And I, you know, said I know. Miss Mar- Miss Marvel. 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 See, to be fair, Genesee, I did not see Miss Marvel, so that made me laugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, D- DJ didn't have an obligation to have to watch it until like we started, you know, kind of having him on content and stuff, you know. So like, he'll he'll I don't get there. Care. He'll catch up. He'll catch up. He'll catch up. Here's the beauty of it though is that if DJ You're likes She-Hulk, born yesterday, Genesee, I'm he's, sorry. He's definitely gonna like Miss Marvel. So uh, on the plus side, on the yeah, plus yeah. Side. It, 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 if if you say like if you say it's it's definitely probably better than she get it. so it's like it's yeah yeah really very good. much so very get, much get, yeah. uh, get on disney plus and start watching everything in chronological order that you haven't seen I haven't yet i've seen moon knight yet in either, MCU. So like starting yeah. from oh. iron man starting like don't feel iron bad man. like it's <laughs> yeah, not that no, literally it's start, marvel i literally avoided everything no, no, li- <laughs> literally just just start like especially since you're going to be on a lot of our movie content moving yeah. forward Literally, yeah, no, just go I, on there and, I, and start watching the from stuff. the beginning. But you need to watch but, like, Dune. You know, you know the stuff that, you haven't. You need to watch. I'm, I'm Dune like first. the character in the in a, in a, in, a, in like a, a comedy like comedy action where like he just so happens to like duck like looking for something like like uh, <laughs> like you know when when someone's trying to attack him he's just ducking like oh I lost yep. my glasses and then, like <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's me with the movies and shows like I just so happen to miss that. <laughs> Anyways, my actual number three uh, for the year is going to actually be Arcane. Uh, Arcane was Good a choice. fucking Good. phenomenal choice. experience, and I actually struggled really yeah. hard whether this is going to be my number three or my number two uh, because this show was just out of mm-hmm. this world, man. I watched that season of Arcane seven times, I believe, six or seven times. The show is fucking yes. impeccable. It is. It is. Almost the perfect fucking show uh, as it's, far as animation is concerned. Uh, the art is beautiful. The story writing was perfect. Uh, coming from a video game IP, I don't think we've gotten a video game IP like into another media that good in so long uh, prior leading up to Arcane. God damn, dude. God damn. DJ, what's up? Yeah, uh, uh, I would just like to say like like that. Uh, that is one of the only shows from this year i was like like i had to clamor all my friends like please watch it with me i will watch it again with you like this is good because like everyone was like oh it's league of legends league of legends but it is so much better than anything our, <laughs> League of Legends is associated with Arcane so much made better than anything want to play League of Legends finally and then yes. like i was like mm, yes. maybe not I because League-, League of Legends <laughs> i regretted it but like still yeah um, man, yeah it's 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 so good. And that's my number two. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. So we'll come back to that here in a second. So yeah, yeah our, our, ca- Actually, our cane... no, 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 it's not, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what is your number two? I was thinking, I was thinking, I was, I was thinking opposite. It was my number one. 
So like, oh, I'll, okay, I'll okay, yeah, cool, yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll leave some space for you to talk about it a little bit more. So yeah, yeah. Arcane, mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal show. Go watch that shit, Devin. Your yeah, number two. Go ahead. From Warner Brothers, directed and created by James Gunn. Ooh. Peacemaker. Let's go. Was, Let's go. What a show, dude. Peacemaker's <laughs> fucking good, Peacemaker's dog. Yeah, why is that number two for you? Fun movie. Peacemaker was hilarious. It was action packed, and it was literally John Cena just being John Cena. <laughs> and being there wasn't being chilling. There wasn't a moment throughout this whole show that uh, there wasn't some sort of development going on, whether it be character development, whether it be plot development, whether it be me laughing and cackling and, you know, falling over out of my chair. I, I Why think did it have to be my dad, one- you fat fuck? It couldn't be Paris Hilton. It couldn't be <laughs> Danny Glover, Chuck Norris, the BC boys, Justin Bieber. Like, you know, he named like 45 fucking people for that moment. And all that of it was improv, too. It was that improv. Was improv. <laughs> Like, I I, like that show caught me so off guard and by surprise. Like, granted, I loved his character in the Suicide Squad, the James Gunn film with Idris Elba. But it was so good from and and that ending, the ending of season one, too. Just fantastic. Everybody should go watch that show. I, I think I think this is a pinnacle top tier DC at its best, in my opinion, and definitely PC should focus on the dark side of the thing of things. Uh, I, I get definitely that show a 10 out of 10. God damn. 10 baby. out of 10. God damn. 10 out of 10 show. show. Good show, baby. Genesaw, mm-hmm. your number two of 2022. My number two of 2022 is Wednesday. Oh, good choice. Wow. Good choice. Okay. I just finished it. Great. I just finished okay, it. Okay. Good choice. All right. So, Genesaw, why number two? Good. Um, I really struggled with this between my number two and my number one. Um, the second that it was announced, I was, yeah, it was really close. I was really very excited for the second it was announced. Um, I think that as like just a little emo girl with depression, like Wednesday is an icon. Like every iteration of Wednesday Adams is like just our goddess. And so I... I'm also it's I think it's really interesting because I'm very hesitant about like remakes and reboots. I get really tired of people doing the same same shit over and over again. But I get very impressed when people take an old concept and make it new and make it something like actually like creative and um, a kind of new take or a continuation of a take. Right. And that's kind of what Tim Burton and Jenna Ortega did with this. I'm also a huge Jenna Ortega fan. She was fucking amazing in this. I mean, you only just... the only saving grace for us watching scream together was Jenna Ortega. She, oh, it was Jenna Ortega. <laughs> Dude. I love Jenna Ortega. She is. She was also um, one of my top movies from last year. Um, I think was the, the fallout. Yep. And she was also not Jenna Ortega. Yeah, Jenna Ortega is by far, I think, one of my favorite actresses right now. Um, she's a really, really talented Great. actress. And she made, like, the role of Wednesday, she made acting into an art form. Like, I know that it is art, but, like, you really don't see that much on on the screen. Like, uh, well, you do, but, like, not... She takes she took it to a new level. I mean, what she was doing <laughs> with Wednesday was seriously, like, profound acting work. It was insane 
insanely impressive and not just her but the, the whole cast um was doing really cool stuff and like that they set her in this really cool world that had like regular everyday humans but then also had a bunch of other supernatural people i mean the stuff they did with it was really cool and the fact that they didn't make her um they made her relatable without making her like not herself right she's still closed off in a lot of ways and she experiences emotions a lot differently than other people um but she still is a really really relatable character i think i love it yeah i still need to kick that off i've i've been struggling with wanting to really dive into it since tim burton had um his recent interviews talking about how he refuses to use black actors for uh his content uh so some really problematic shit that has had me a little bit crux with wanting to consume his content yeah no it's unfortunate it's unfortunate um so wednesday might be my last sprawling into tim burton content for a while um but i i do want to watch it because adam's family is something that has been very near and dear to my heart since childhood and so I, I definitely want to dive into that too. So uh, DJ, you're number two, my friend. Hey man, look, she Hulk. Uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a year. It's been a year for animated shows. Oh, and my number two is yep. the Legend of Vox Machina. Ooh, good choice. Oh, good choice. Wow, DJ's whole list is animated content. Okay, <laughs> DJ, why did Vox Machina make it to your number two? It it was surprising when you guys told me about the Legend of Vox Machina. I thought it was just some like some show that already came like came out like years before, but it came out <laughs> this year. Um, it, <laughs> 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 well, because like the way they were talking about it, you're like, oh yeah, it's been big in the making. Like I thought it was already like a big th- like I, I, it was like a no brainer. Oh, you should have heard about it. You know, like mm-hmm. I didn't know it came out this year, um, and. You know, I watched the first episode. And I was like, oh, "Okay, it's it, I like this animation style." But then, like, and then it flips it on its head. Like, you get these uh, cast of characters that are just like, and the, and the uh, voice actors really breathe life into them because they, they they've made those characters. It's like a D and D campaign animated, and it is it is everything I could want. Um, it's just it, it is action, there's comedy. There's just it's just so good. I, I I I don't have a lot to say about it. Just go watch it. Go watch it's it. It's such a I good like show. It. I like it. All right. Go watch it with your Prime Video subscription right now. That's very nice, my friend. That's very nice. My number two, guys, is She-Hulk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it okay. is not. It the is fuck not. it isn't. It's not. It's not. <laughs> oh my I just want to see. I just want to see how many times. I just want to see how many times we can get Genesis before we finally like, one of us actually says She Hulk Eternal was my number one. <laughs> he said it was his number fucking four of all oh, of the shit man. that came Dude, out. She She Hulk oh, was fucking good. Genesis, get over it. You know what I mean? Like, get on board with it. You know what I'm saying? We all agree She Hulk's alright. Like. It just wasn't I thought that Peacemaker good. was in your five too. What was that? Devin? I was just, I'm just calling DJ. I was like, I thought Peacemaker Wait, was in your top five too. <laughs> like it's it's a rotating five or it's a rotating, rotating like yeah, the, the yeah, four or five sure. spot. Like it's a rotating like a, like a one. Sushi Depending bar, on how I'm feeling yeah. that day, it's either Peacemaker and or or She-Hulk. Goddamn. So like, you yeah, know, yeah, we spin that palette around. Speaking of which, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, my number two is actually going to be 
Andor. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Hey. Andor, goddamn, is one hell of a show, ladies and gentlemen. That show was a fucking experience from front to goddamn back, dude. We recently reviewed the show, and it got accolades from all of us here. Andor is the Star Wars experience I've been wanting since watching Rogue One many, many years ago. And falling in love with that movie and like being a big fan of like the Star Wars universe since being a child. Andor was it dude. Like it was espionage. It was dark. It was gritty. It was heartfelt. It was emotional. It was driven, visceral, everything under the fucking rainbow that you could possibly run, want from Star Wars content Andor had it. And I cannot emphasize enough in as many ways as possible. You need to watch Andor. Like Andor may or Andor may did. not be the best Star Wars piece of content to have ever been made. Uh, period. Like that show is that good. It is actually that fucking good. Uh, yes, please watch that shit. Devin, let's get into it, baby boy. Your number one shot top show of 2022. And I think I got a good idea of what it is. Devin, what do you got? Uh, my top show of 2022 is the Disney Plus original series. She holds attorney at law. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Wait, we're done. What was it? We're done with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that show, I didn't but we're even done. What he actually said. No, yeah, you, cut, you cut out for a second. You cut out for a second. What was it? It's Andor, guys. Andor, Andor baby. Show. Let's it, go. It, Let's go. It is, it is not may or may not be. It is the best piece of Star Wars content we have gotten to Let's date. go, gentlemen. Let's it go. It is. Um, uh, in the first five minutes, this this show sets a very dark tone. And it keeps that tone throughout the whole show. The uh, storytelling throughout that show is incredible. The uh, character development is incredible. The writing. This show has some of the best monologues I've heard in any piece of television or movie content ever mm. in my life. Mm. Like this, this show is emotional. This show is dark. This show has stakes. It is cinematically beautiful. The way that it is shot, the, the amount of pressure that is on these characters the amount of of it, it it has such high stakes for such good reasons and the casting is so good it is so good mm. um mm. cassian andor has proven to be a very very pinnacle character within the star wars universe without there being any force jedi sith none of none of that being implemented at all the the these are normal real people within this universe and real and aliens too incorporated into this and um i i cannot wait for season two this God show damn. ended on such a good note i mean we have stellan skarsgård as one of the main characters in this show let's fucking like, go baby let's fucking and go. and his ship makes me go millennium falcon what what <laughs> You know, <laughs> um, I loved it from front to back. The The action was good. Uh, it, it, it really put that tone that we always talk about with the Empire, that they are a fascist regime and they doubled down on that. They are the bad guys 100 percent and fucking through baby and those monologues mm -hmm. double it down you asked me what i sacrifice everything <laughs> that was the hype of shit ever I dude. for a son i will not see oh god it's so good dude it's so fucking so good, good man genesaw yeah. your number one tv show of 2022 what do you got my number one tv show of 2022 
was Pretty Little Liars original. Oh, fucking course. Here, it oh, there here it we go. Here we fucking go. I knew it. I knew it. Here we go. Genesaw, why is that your why. number one? Let's go. Pretty Little Liars Original Sin is my number one, not out of spite, not to prove a point, but because... <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> you positive. It takes literally all of my favorite things. It takes women. It takes queer people. It takes petty shit. It takes, like, <laughs> everything. And... Okay, okay. But also it takes like really intense themes of trauma and grief and generational trauma and some sexual assault, like so many things, and puts it into a medium of horror in which women have been repeatedly and repeatedly used as the punchline or used to like get some sort of visceral reaction out of viewers. And it takes that medium and allows these young women's stories to be told in a way that is for them and by them. Um, it's just incredibly fucking powerful. Um, it also does something similar to Wednesday. It takes the old um, kind of bad guy of Pretty Little Liars, right? And um, it takes a fresh new take on it. Pretty Little Liars, the the show, the original show, yes. was honestly garbage. Um, I think we can all say that. Very, Even very if we bad. don't delve very into bad. all of the problematic shit with it, it was just not a well-done show. Um, bad show. Pretty Little Liars' original sin takes the villain of A and this idea of secrets um, and of, like, exposure of those secrets. And... Um, sets that in like an almost classic horror setting so it takes like so many not just tropes but scenes and themes of actual classic horror we got carrie we got um oh my gosh the shower one psycho yeah takes psycho it takes so many so many classic um uh slashers and horror films and um, puts them to this villain that was honestly kind of a garbage villain. A was a garbage Fair. villain, and Fair. it makes it interesting. And, um, yeah, just really, really powerful. All right. Yeah, I and like very it. artistic. The right. angles that they took with, like, the, the fucking camera work in the show. Like, this is, an art, this is a piece of artwork. It was a really that's, fucking good show. That's show. why you want me to watch it, because, you know, I'm a sucker for that shit. Okay. I, dude, Ernell, like, literally, you will be a sucker for this show, because it has all that. Right, all we right. all know you love we, you all love right, powerful right. women. Don't lie to oh, me. Oh, of course. Absolutely. And, absolutely. pitching this show for, like, four months to Ernell. <laughs> <laughs> she really has, like dude. She four really months, has. Four months straight of pitching the show to Renee, and he still has not watched it. It also, like, I think that you have an, an appreciation that I do for, like, um, the art form of horror. Like, I'm not a, I don't like to be scared, but I do really appreciate the artistic elements in horror, um, even mm. classic horror. Like, there's a reason that they are prolific. And um, I think you'll really appreciate what they did with that because everyone fucking tries, Scream fucking tried to do something with horror, right? Trying to like n not reinvent horror, but like do those nods and like make it something. And Scream was just tired and pretty, pretty little wires original damn, sin, like with that God ridiculous damn. name, did it. 
Goddamn. Goddamn. Mm. All right. Well, DJ, watch it. Here it is, baby. Your number one. Remind the folks at home what you got. Arcane. Let's Arcane go, is my number Let's one show go. of show. 2022 because it honestly is an experience that I feel like everyone should go through. Even if you're not into League of Legends, if you're not into video games, it's it just stands on its own as a really good animated show. Um, it it. it it tears at your heartstrings. It it's just emotionally driven. It makes it, it the the people at Fortiche the animation for this really makes these characters pop in a way mm. that it, the animation style is so unique that it stands out from like the rest of any other animated show in the space. Like there is not a show that looks like Arcane at this at this period. Year. At least. period dude period. like it's just no, like unreal it is nothing that looks like arcane and the story that um the the creators like expanded upon with this lore because most of the lore in league of legends is just kind of subjected to the website yeah and, like you know item description and and it's not really pushed upon uh furthermore because like league of legends is just like an arena it's just like oh characters battling whatever but the actual the show really, really gives us a glimpse into uh, that world and how people live in it, and and it it's filled the world that, like uh, above Zon and Piltover. Uh, you can see it's filled, it's lived in, and um, it's just it's such a great show. Like I cried multiple times. Oh my god! And the dude, character design is, is great. The character de- design is so good that they used it for the like they 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 brought it into the game, and now yeah. people prefer that that art style for those characters. That's how good the character design is. Memorable characters. I still remember the names of them. You know what I mean? And that's, that's hard to do. I watched this at the beginning of the year. Like it's yep. hard to do. Yeah. Maybe like, I know the names of these characters. Well, and the, the beauty you know? of it too, like having a video game show that you don't mm-hmm. need to play the video game to be invested into it was such an experience dude like like having that like not having any real prior experience to like the lore of like the greater lore of league of legends and be able to jump into that Mm -hmm. and just like know that you're invested into these characters was life-changing dude this show is so fucking good man and like league of legends lore is so vast like i like they could make so many more like shows just on different areas of the fucking like world yeah, like there's not just Piltover and Zon. There's Ionia, which is like more like Orientals kind of style, like like Japanese and and, and Asian culture inspired area. Uh, there's Sharima, like fucking Egypt and shit, like like or you know the fucking Sands of Sharima, like that. There's so much shit that they could just make more shows on, and I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I love it, baby. I want to make another one. I love it I so make much, dude. One. I love it so much. All right, guys, the final one here. And my number one TV show of 2022 is Resident Evil. <laughs> oh, okay, get out of here. Get Dude, out of you here. You are terrible. You are get out of here. terrible. What a good I, show. I want you to quit. I want you to quit. <laughs> what a great show, guys. <laughs> Can you quit? Oh, man. Okay, no. My actual number one show. Get, get a serious pop off here. Uh, my actual number one show here, and I had a really hard time picking between this because it was either 
this or another show that was either going to make it to, to number one or is going to end up with my honorable mentions, right? Because the other two shows, mm-hmm. I was pretty firm, like, they have to be in the top, right? They have to be in the top. Right. One of these was not going to make the cut. And I decided that the the show that was going to be my number one for 2022 is going to be House of the Dragon. Mm. Because goddamn Game of Thrones is fucking back, baby. <laughs> Holy shit. Devin can, te- can attest for you, dude. Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon was a fucking roller coaster. And as we know, Game of Thrones gives it Almost every single season, okay? Even their bad mm-hmm. season, they had a couple episodes. They're like, holy fuck, this is actually happening, dude. Game of Thrones mm-hmm. has been pivotal. Still haven't seen Game of Thrones. Piv- oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I haven't either. Has been pivotal <laughs> for the entertainment things. world, okay? It is, it is a life-changing experience front <laughs> to back. And... <laughs> <laughs> DJ hasn't watched most things. House of the Dragon <laughs> capitalizes on a decade of entertainment that very, very, very many people were invested into. And after the very disappointing fi- finale of Game of Thrones that very, very many were not very happy with, um, House of the Dragon allows us the space to kind of come in and be reinvested into this universe, be reinvested into the world. And watching us all as a world community on the internet uh dive back into Westeros the way that we did in House of the Dragon kicking off and seeing season or this first season kick off with such a good first episode and then doubling up on the second episode and the third episode and giving us characters that they somehow made us give so much of a fuck about in a matter of like three fucking episodes was outstanding outstanding to see this show fucking thrive the way that it did for this very, very first season, because the first season of game of Thrones is a slow cooker building into your meal. Okay. Slow, slow, steady, low heat cook. And this season took that slow cook for two episodes and said, all right, it's time. And they just popped the fuck off because we got an entire episode of Dr. Who slashing through an army of people by himself covered in blood <laughs> with a dragon flying by and slaughtering people. And oh boy, was that fucking it, man. That was what I was here for the goddamn ride. If you are not a Game of Thrones fan, <laughs> Fucking you can still watch House of the Dragon because it is a prequel to the original Game of Thrones show and it is just as good as we did in Game of Thrones itself. Please watch House of the Dragon. Please watch House of the fucking Dragon. 100%. It's, it's only one it. season. It's only one season. If you fall, if you catch up now, you won't fall behind. DJ. Huh? What? What's up? Genesis. <laughs> You guys can watch this. I do need season. to watch. I do yeah, need to I'll, watch, I'll watch uh, it. the dragon show. You uh, can, you can, you can honestly start with House of the Dragon and not I'll worry see. about watching the original series Correct. because it is a prequel to like a thousand yeah, years right before prequel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, yeah. right now, the the queue, the queue list right now is Miss Marvel and then Pretty Little Liars. No, 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 no. And then, no. and then Dune, House of the Dragon. Dune needs to be number one. <laughs> oh, oh. God damn it. No, 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 no. That's a yes. movie. It's oh, a movie. Show, I'm show, talking about shows. Okay, shows. Yeah. okay. I got you. We're got on you. shows, We're We're dude. If you if you like have a few hours, you'll get through Miss Marvel so fast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just need to find a time to like sit. Just sit. You ever just sit? 
Yeah. Not DJ. <laughs> Not DJ. Never has time, dude. <laughs> never had. I've never had to sit in my entire life. But you guys at home have time to sit and check out our schedule for next week. On Tuesday, we have the Good Kraken Podcast, where we're going to be talking about the Game Awards and whether World or not premier. it held up. We're going to be rating the Game Awards. We're going to be talking about our results for our Game Awards predictions. Garrick won. Uh, <laughs> Garrick I'm, pretty, won. I'm pretty sure I'm he pretty spanked sure won every uh, every prediction he had. Goddamn. Uh, we will see. Uh, go, be going over that. We will be going over whether or not we thought the Game Awards was a good presentation this year. Uh, and then on Wednesday, we have 7th Brevin, where our man, Devin himself, will be playing Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Oh, boy. I'm so excited for this. This God, is one of my favorite games on the PSP. And and they put it in Unreal Engine 4. And and mm. it's got, like, the battle mechanics from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm. And and the character design from Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. Mm. Let's go. Let's fucking go, Let's go. Baby. Let's, go. Let's go. You guys can catch him there. Uh, on Thursday, we have the Shipwreck Show live, as per usual, every Thursday. And if you're a Twitch subscriber, you can join our Discord where you will have the opportunity to write into the show in our Shipwreck Submissions channel to ask us any questions you want. Submit it's Crackmas season, BB. Give us those Christmas questions. We want to hear from you guys. And then next Friday, we actually, instead of doing Splash Damage, I, for Ocean Shrine Storytime, will be playing The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Next Gen Update. We're diving into it we're going to find out how good this next gen update actually looks we're going to see the changes we're going to find out whether or not this is going to be a good follow-up to what we got as the seminal video game the witcher 3 and uh and i am really excited for it i'm really excited for it god damn maybe this update will make me actually finally beat the game we'll find out we'll find out i'm about to put another 100 hours in this fucking game i'm gonna say i'm gonna say he won't (laughs) <laughs> you're so annoying <laughs> all that content you can catch at 7 p.m pacific time 10 p.m eastern time but next saturday we have another good kraken podcast where we're going to be doing avatar way of the water review let's fucking go we are going to be seeing on thursday and friday we're gonna be splitting the team in half we're gonna be seeing avatar way of the water uh next late next week in order for us to have this review for you guys we're gonna let y'all know whether that movie is actually gonna be worth your money see on my birthday uh yes you are yes you are yeah Everybody, make sure you tell DJ happy birthday next Friday. Yeah, and tell him to watch. I'm gonna Dune. wake up. I'm gonna wake up for, on on that Friday and, and watch Dune. Uh, the first thing I'm gonna say is I don't know about you, but I'm feeling but 22. 22. So here, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here, so yeah. here's what DJ has to do for his 20 yeah. for his 22nd uh, birthday is he's gonna wake up, he's gonna go see Avatar: Way of the Water for three hours, and three then, hours, and then after that he's gonna come home, he's gonna he watch Dune for three right? hours, uh, and then after <laughs> Dune he's gonna watch Miss Marvel for six Dude. hours. Uh, <laughs> okay, but DJ's better than all of us because he's turning 22 in 2022. Mm-hmm. Which is like the only way you could be more swifty than that is if you were turning twenty two in August. Ah, oh, damn. Oh, yeah. you're disappointed, really DJ. Hey, that's not his <laughs> fault. Sorry, that's not I, his I fault. Parents, that's not his fault. Your parents. Just I'm earlier. personally call your parents. That's it. Hash, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag boycott DJ's parents right now. Let's go. <laughs> hashtag it's boycott like DJ's parents. Like you're going back in time to like. 
God damn me. I know, I know. Someone's on a mission. Guys, please let us know what your favorite TV shows of 2022 were. Let us know whether you liked our favorite TV shows and let us know which ones you thought were bullshit. And most importantly, let us know why She-Hulk is the number one TV show for you you. at home. But but before we talk about She-Hulk, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and She-Hulk news, reviews, and discussions that you one here live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here at SheHulk.com. I'm just kidding. Twitch.tv slash Good Show. If you're riding this wave, you can head on over to SheHulk.com. You can head on over to Disney Plus. I watch She-Hulk. Where you can submit questions and topics and show. Get exclusive content. Soon. Have early access episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Your watchy Hulk. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching She Hulk with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We got to get going on, everybody. But until next time, my friends, go watch She Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> but what's Pretty Little and its original sin, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs>